Yeah, Yes, an audio serial, written and read by Daniel Cotier. This story contains adult themes, coarse language, themes of suicide and self-harm. If the contents of this story are triggering for you or anyone you know, I ask you to please call Lifeline on 131114. Please be advised, this episode contains depictions of self-harm. If you are listening outside Australia, you can find contact numbers for mental health support services on our social media pages. These are found at Yeah Yes Audio Serial on Facebook and Instagram and Yeah Yes Serial on Twitter. Chapter 7, Friday, 18th of August, 2017. We don't speak to each other. He came first, and I crossed the line only 30 seconds behind him, but embarrassment and disgust got in ahead of me. Now he's wiping his stomach while I'm staring at the ceiling. The old revelation comes back to me, the same lesson I only remember when I'm here with this writhing feeling deep in my gut. Having sex with a stranger does not make me feel better. The movies always make it look like you wake up and slip out the door silently the morning after a hookup, but it's never that. It's clinical, like a doctor's appointment. You come, you fuck, you come, you go. Thanks. He tosses the tissue into the bin with all the others. I want to ask him to stay and sneak out tomorrow morning, to look me in the eyes and just acknowledge that I exist. Instead, he pulls his jumper over his head and walks out to the stairs. It's been no more than a minute since he orgasmed. My body starts shaking. I throw on some undies and run out to try and catch him. I can't do another night alone. He's stalled on the landing, his back to me, looking at his phone. A picture of me at the beach smiles on the screen with the eyeball emoji, the international symbol for desperate, as my name. His finger clicks a symbol at the top right of the screen. Are you sure you want to block this user? His finger lands again. Yes. My hand flies over my mouth and my lips seal shut. I creep back into the bedroom so he won't see me, standing silent with my bare back against the cold wall until the kitchen door slams. As soon as I hear it, my lips rush apart as a laugh from deep, deep down in my soul comes forth. Did that really just happen? Did he honestly not even wait to get out of my house to block me? The gall! I take my hand away from my face and I cannot stop laughing. Oh my goodness, the rudeness. I walk back to my room and the laughing continues. The cold is gone, replaced by a wave of relief. Imagine being so disgusted by someone you couldn't even wait to get out to the street to block them. Am I that bad a route? I mean, I know I'm not good at it when it's like this because I'm drunk and I don't care. We'd come home after a big night and Mark would always tell me how boring I was in bed. I bet he's out there with his new body having loads of people worship at his temple and not getting blocked by anyone. I look down at my skinny, hairy white thighs smattered with red. The scabs must have opened up in that clearly abysmal session. Maybe that's all I get. Marks all the love I've been allocated, and no one warned me, so I squandered it. My face feels funny. (laughs) I cover my mouth and try and stop the laughter and my cheeks are soaking. I can't stop laughing and now my tear ducts have joined in. The speed bump where my abs should be is burning with the workout. I reach under my bed for the bourbon to try and temper this laughter. 
I take a sip, but it shoots out all over my pillow. I can't stop. Can you imagine blocking someone when you're two metres from them? I flop downstairs and the dust and grime sticks to my bare feet. I look at the floor and take a deep breath. And the laughter stops. I take another sip. I've got some control back. But then I see the state of the kitchen and start to laugh again. Look at this fucking bombsite. I did my best to clean up and it looks like a nuclear wasteland. And here's me, thinking I'm better than that shitty apartment. That apartment and the beeping smoke alarm is probably exactly what I deserve. Don't get all high and mighty about not living in squalor when you're coming back to this, fag. I pick up the two ties off the table and do the best I can, trying to make a solid unit of the pair. I try the double tie creation on and the laughter keeps coming, echoing all the way up from rock bottom. I put my bourbon down, scrape a chair out and throw the ties over the fan. They land on one of the blades. I was aiming for the bit that's mounted to the roof, but this will have to do. I tighten them around my neck and the pressure cuts off the last of the laughter. My breath gets short and I start to get a little scared but I've made it to the end of the to-do list. You want to evict me? You cut me down. Fuck going in a way that doesn't upset anyone. I look around and I've left my constant companion on the floor. No last sip from the bottle. One final failure, faggot. I didn't write a note. I didn't leave a diary. I haven't called in sick for work tomorrow. They'll be so angry at me for missing a shift and then they'll feel so guilty when they find out then they'll move on. Everyone will. The sooner I do it, the sooner they'll get over it. The grim reality is, if I'd been brave enough to do this three months ago, no one would even care by now. I step off the chair and gravity rips me down. Adrenaline fills my system. There's a crack. Yeah Yes is written, read, produced and directed by Daniel Cotier. Music, editing, and sound engineering is by Nathan Barraclough. If you have any queries or concerns, you can contact us at yayesaudioserial at gmail.com. Tune in Thursday for the continuing adventures of Banjo Mitchell. Thanks for listening. <laughs>